challenging men to be great men. Don't just be a male, be a man, a great man. Welcome to the Great Man Podcast with your host, New York Times bestselling author and leader of men, Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. So glad you're with me here on the Great Man Podcast. Now, in my last episode, I said something almost just as an aside comment that a number of you have come back to me about, and I want to expand it. I said when I was talking about honor for women, something like if you dishonor, if you hate women or you dislike women, particularly your mother, there's an aspect of that that really is hating or disliking part of yourself because your mother is part of you. Now, that was a new thought for some of you, and you asked me to expound on it and talk about it maybe outside of just the mother, but people you might hate or be hurt by or be bitter towards or, or, or have some kind of lack of affection for. So let me back up. I don't want to be overly psychological in this, but the bottom line is that if you hate, dislike, are bitter towards, have a surly, angry attitude towards people who are part of your life in a seminal way— it's very likely that what you are doing, now I'm not saying you don't have a legitimate reason to be upset with them, but by hating them, by being angry and bitter towards them, you're actually despising a part of yourself and therefore living a fractured life. Let me give you a different example from the mother. Uh, I obviously, doing as much as I do with men, talk a lot about father wounds, talk a lot about men who have absent fathers, terrible fathers, uh, fathers who were abusive, et cetera. Many men have got father issues, we might call it. Well, no matter what your father did to you, he is still part of you. And while I'm not trying to overly psychologize this and say, you know, that this is all about some inner work you have to do, you can have a father who was terrible, who did abusive and terrible things to you and your family, your mother, your brothers, your sisters, and it's external to you. And I understand that that's largely it. However, if you give yourself throughout your life to bitterness and anger towards your father, you are in fact hating part of yourself because your father, no matter what kind of a clown or, or, or abusive person he might've been, he's part of you. And I'll ask you to think about something. I want you to think about anybody in your life other than you who really does have a hatred for their mom, their dad, their brother, their sister, people who are who are close to them, maybe their wife and maybe an ex-wife. Uh, it's a little less true with ex-wives, but nevertheless, it's still partially true that those who are part of you, especially those of you who are genetically connected to you, you know, moms, dads, brothers, sisters, et cetera, that if you hate them, if you despise them, if you have bitterness towards them, if there's poison in your soul towards them, no matter how legitimate, let me say again, I'm not saying these aren't legitimate feelings you're feeling, but if you harbor this, if you nurse this, if you keep this alive, it's very clear in scripture, it's very clear in psychology, it's very clear in ancient literature that what you are doing is poisoning yourself. In fact, the old Greek word for bitterness was pikros, which meant a bilious poisonous substance. So when you are bitter towards someone, when you are ragingly angry towards someone over a sustained period of time, I'm talking about years, I'm talking about something in the past, you are poisoning yourself. Well, 
that's bad enough. But then, if it's, especially if it's a parent that you are raging towards, you are hating part of yourself. I'll use my own mother as an example. Let's just say, and I don't, that I really hated my mother who has now gone on to heaven. Uh, let's say I really hated her. Well, there's a large part of me that is my mother because she gave birth to me, because I'm very much like her in personality, because we were very close, um, because she's my mother, for heaven's sakes, because she shaped primarily the first 18 years of my life, gave me most of my values, set the culture in the home, all the things that we know mothers do. Well, if I despise her, if I hate her, if I'm just enduringly angry at her, I'm despising a large part of what I am. Now, I'm saying that you should forgive for the sake of the cleansing of your own soul and the possibility of reconciliation in your relationship if the person's still living. That's the primary motivation. I'm not trying to make this just about you. But yes, what I said in that podcast last time was absolutely, if you despise particularly a parent, but someone who's close to you, you're despising part of yourself. You're not able to fully embrace and welcome and be grateful for uh, the part of yourself, the part of you that this person has created or is part of. And I'll tell you quite frankly that having worked with, having coached, having counseled a lot of bitter people, a lot of people who have been embittered by experiences they've had, I want to tell you that particularly those who are bitter towards siblings and, and parents, relatives, they are very self-despising people. This is the term psychologists use. There's a lot of self-hatred in that. They may be furious at dad, but they also know that they are a lot like dad. Well, they're despising themselves, so they're despising that in them. So they then have problems with depression, and they medicate with everything from you know cookies to porn to booze to, to drugs. You understand what I'm talking about. So it is absolutely true that if you despise Again, people who are close to you, part of you, shaped you, etc., then you are despising part of yourself. So, this is huge. I have to tell you, I have spent a lot of time with much older people who never got over their bitterness and their anger towards things that happened early in their lives. I've taught history, uh, the lives of people famous for their bitterness. And Richard Nixon's an example I use. Uh, others, some of the founding fathers of America were called good haters. They had deep animosities and deep bitterness. Um, it's, it's a factor in history. It's a factor in human life. But I've sat with older people, and I'll tell you what, those unable to get free— they had horrible health problems. They despised part of themselves. Many of them dealt with depression. Many of them dealt with addictions. Um, and it all went back, in some cases, to something that happened when they were 10, when they were 13, uh, when they were 21, uh, early in life. And they never could get past it. And when I really listened to them for a while, there may have been something legitimate that happened. I, I, you know, the father left when the kid was 17 and, and the kid was abandoned and wounded and, and, and that, that lasted all of life. I'm saying that father did a wrong thing and the kid is right to feel wronged. But if the kid, now 70 years old, has never gotten past it, 
has never been able to forgive, has never been able to move on, has never been able to welcome new father figures into his life, uh, has never been able to maybe gain a little bit compassion for his dad who maybe he was abandoned by his father or maybe he was overwhelmed by this and that. Who knows? Um, just trying to find a little modicum of, of, of compassion. If he can't do that, that 70-year-old is usually damaged and physically unhealthy, psychologically unhealthy, bitter. Again, I say addictions and so on. So it is an absolute truth, and this is part of the lore of a great man, that when you hate particularly those who are very close to you, and I would say parents in particular, maybe grandparents also if they play a tight role in your life. You are despising part of yourself. And that, by the way, that poison, that negative, uh, that despising large parts of yourself is on top of the poison that just being bitter alone is in your soul. We all know people like this. We all know bitter people, hard, angry people. As I often say, they can't ask you to pass the salt at dinner without somehow poison, anger, bitterness coming out. You just feel it. You feel like when you leave their presence, you got to go take a shower, so to speak. You've just been bathed in negativity and bitterness and anger and seething resentment. I don't want you to be like this. I don't want you to be like this. Most men are far more tender than they want to let on. Most men feel hurt far more keenly than they want to let on, especially from father figures and mothers and coaches, etc., and I want you to be free of this stuff. I want you to surface it. I want you to not be afraid of it. I'm not trying to talk a lot of psychobabble to you. I'm trying to say, get whole and do it in part because you can't go through life effectively if you hate part of yourself. And you can't go through life effectively if you have the toxin, the poison of bitterness tainting the waters of your spirit. Get help, get whole, forgive, and move on. I, I don't want you to live in a prison of your own making, keeping you from being the great man you're called to be. And this, believe me, is one of the essential great arts of great manhood. To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. You'll learn about Stephen Mansfield's two essential books for men. Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Building Your Band of Brothers, as well as some other great resources for helping you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Mansfield Group production.